Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the JRP Movies Podcast. It has been a long, long time coming. I'm sorry this semester went buck wild crazy on me back in like March. Um, So I just haven't had time to record a podcast, but we are back. And as Max has told us in the background over here, we are covering the Oscars today. Um, all not not everything because I haven't seen a lot of these movies. Um, there's some categories, quite frankly, I just don't care about. And so we're just getting the stuff you want to hear. And so um, today is all about unpacking the Oscars and all about the snubs and surprise victories and just all the ins and outs of the 2021 Oscars. So like I said, the next episode of the podcast would be, would be the breakdown of the 2021 Oscars. And at the time of recording, that was a week ago. So I'm sorry that this is all public knowledge. I'm sorry that you've already probably read your takes and read your essays and read your stuff on this. Um, but And I'm not going to talk about everything because um, some of it I quite frankly just don't care about. Uh, but I'm going to give my takes on what I've seen. I haven't seen all of these. I'm going to give my takes on what won, what got snubbed, and just, yeah, all of that. So, we're going to start at the bottom of this thing with the stuff that I care about. Best visual effects. I'm here. For, yeah, Max is here too. Sorry. Yes. I, I forgot to mention that. As I was telling him about this, Max said, I haven't seen any of these. I have no opinion. I said, yes, you do. You have plenty of, you, you, have, you have enough of an opinion, you're fine. And so Max is here too, and he's going to walk through this, um, walk through the Oscars with us. And just, even though he hasn't seen most of these movies, we're just going to discuss some snubs and some surprise victories and just our overall thoughts on it, even if we haven't seen Get on with some of these movies. So here we go. Starting with best visual effects. And again, not all of these are going to, we're not talking about all of them, just some of them. The only ones we've I've seen are Mulan and Tenet, and Tenet won this. Mm. I mean, I, Christopher Nolan's a stinking pioneer as far as yep. effects are concerned, so Tenet deserves that. I don't love Tenet, but I like Tenet. I think it deserves that because all of the backwards stuff was dope. See, I I, I, I keep forgetting that like, that's a huge plot point in the movie. That is cool. It's supposed to be the plot point in the movie, but, but you wouldn't know that because like they marketed the movie as like a time travel thing, but you wouldn't know that based yeah. on the movie itself right because you can't hear anything <laughs> yeah, you can't hear anything plus it's like barely in it do you wonder why Tenet was not included in best sound mixing or best sound design because it's not good or the sound design specifically is not good um let's see yeah best sound is not Tenet's nowhere but Sound of Metal won it oh ironically yeah <laughs> well Sound of Metal is cool because I'll leave story details scarce but um it's about well you know, it's like, a, it's okay to say that he goes deaf right it's a guy who's, it's about a guy who loses his hearing um and so what's cool about that is the movie will kind of bring you along on that journey by cutting out the audio completely yeah that's, that's all that stuff is really cool and by like like when when he can't hear anything but you can hear the that's really cool because like you're, you're hearing what he hears uh-huh. like you're you're kind of feeling what he feels and so like when you're trying to understand what people are saying because he can't understand, mm-hmm. it like it like makes it more personal to you. Because right. you're trying to figure it out too. It's really frustrating because you can see him getting mad, and then like you're getting mad. Like I can't. Yes. Know, what are they saying? Yes, because I'm, I'm I'm like I'm borderline like starting to, starting to turn the volume up. Then I'm like that wouldn't do anything because like the audio is muffled. And it's like it's supposed to be. Yeah. So it's yes, really cool. best sound, sound metal one that for some reason Mank is nominated. Well, okay, 
Mank, I guess, are nominated for this because, like, Mank is... What is Mank about? It's about the writing of Citizen Kane and oh, about yeah, the yeah. guy who wrote Citizen Kane. Okay. Which, to me, like I said in my review, that is something that is right up my alley. I love the golden age of Hollywood. I love reading about film history. I love it, love it, love it. But this movie is so boring. And I... <laughs> like, Mank is just whatever. But the reason it's up for best sound, I think, is because I'm not totally versed on the production of this, but I think what's going on here is they filmed it, like the way it's shot is made to imitate Citizen Kane. Is it a Netflix original? Yes. Oh, geez. And the way it's recorded, it sounds like it's a movie out of the 30s. So it sounds like, really the, the entire oh, it movie... sounds like really static. The entire kind of? movie feels, looks, and sounds like it was shot in tandem with Citizen Kane. Well, that's pretty impressive. And then shipped to 2020. Was it meant to be like a documentary kind of thing? No. David Fincher. So it was very much like a, not a novel, but it's a, well, okay. The whole, yes, but the, a lot of it is kind of conjecture because Charles, no, what's the, I almost said Charles Foster Kane, that's the name Charles of it. Charlton Heston. Um, what's his name? Um, oh. Is it Herman Mankiewicz? The, the guy who, hold on. I'm just IMDBing him real quick, the name of the character. Um, Herman, yeah, Herman Mankiewicz, the guy who wrote Citizen Kane. The authorship of the movie is very much in question between Herman Mankiewicz and Orson Welles, the guy who directed and starred in Citizen Kane. 1984. Did he do that? I don't know. Orson Welles? Is that where I heard that? No. Who, who sure. No, that's not Orson Welles. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry to film and literature history people, we were butchering things today, but... Um, the authorship of Citizen Kane is, in, is very much a George pretty, Orwell. That's close enough. Orwell, Orson <laughs> Welles. Um, yeah, that's like the same thing. I, okay. Now, now I don't feel bad anymore because that, that's very similar. <laughs> um, the authorship is very much in question. And so this movie portrays Herman Mankiewicz as like the guy who got stabbed in the back and the guy who got, like, who, who actually did write Citizen Kane and Orson Welles did nothing. Oh, so it's like Jobs. I haven't seen that, but is that the way that play, kind of plays out? Well, it's like they portray Steve Jobs as like the, like the bad guy, right? Yeah. I haven't seen it either, well, but I'm pretty sure that's how it went down. You talking about the one with uh, Michael Fassbender? Fassbender? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this portrays Herman Mankiewicz as the hero, when in reality, no one really knows, <laughs> except for Herman Mankiewicz and Orson Welles, um, and the people who are closely involved. No one really knows, so it's all conjecture. Um, but that's why Mank was up for best sound. Best film editing, just moving on quickly here, is also Sound of Metal. Yeah. I mean, sure, I'm sure most of these on here were deserving of Sound of Metal's great. Sound of Metal is great. It's on Amazon, go watch that right now. Uh, the next two, best costume design and best makeup and hairstyling went to Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. This is a hundred percent deserved. Just for Viola Davis's work alone. Um does sweat deserved. does like yes. fake sweat count as yes because I, I haven't and seen that's it. like a part of the movie that, yeah that's like a clip I've seen of just yes. like it was like Viola Davis was very sweaty at one point yes that's um, like the whole thing like they're in this very hot recording studio and like the hotter it gets the more angry they get so tensions just boil over um, it's very very cool it's a good movie cool. best cinematography I think Mank won this because no man should have won this um, but I think Mank won it because it was filmed to be like Citizen Kane yeah I guess uh, moving on, I'm just going to skip a few here. Best original score, Soul. Oh, yeah, Soul. Yep. Yep. It's that good. It. Th that guy gave a great speech, by the way. Oh, um, right, the guy who made the score? Let me quickly IMDB who... 
You know who else gives good speeches? Daniel Kaluuya. That was hilarious. What did he say again? <laughs> at the end, it was like the whole speech was good. It was like, it was, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was like the whole speech was good, but then it was kind of like, it's like he wanted to just like he wanted to tell people like you know kind of like the you know, like what soul is about. You live your life, you never know. Yeah, something like that. But he ended up being like, "This is crazy. I'm here. My mom and dad they had sex, and now I'm, <laughs> now I'm alive. This is this is crazy." <laughs> Uh, the composers are Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Um, the guy up there was not one of them, and he was given a speech. Who was the guy who was up there? Um, I'm glad I only watched the Oscars for like five minutes, and it just so happened that Daniel Kaluuya's speech was the one part that I saw. <laughs> I'm glad that it was. Who is the guy? Sound department? Well, that's like 46 people. It's a lot of people. Um, one of them. The, the composers were Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, and um, but the guy who was giving the speech for that was. Great, uh, but Soul deserved that. It was a great score, and Soul also won Best Animated Feature. Onward was for some reason nominated for this. I have to. <laughs> you don't need to. Um, Soul's amazing. Um, speaking of Daniel Kaluuya, he won, like you said, Best Supporting Actor mm-hmm. for Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. That movie. Kind that of movie. Me. That movie put him in my top five actors list. I'm not even kidding. Oh. Wow. He that get out. his presence, like his just commanding presence, in every frame he's in, in every movie he's in. <laughs> Good lord, it's awesome. Um, let's see, best supporting actress. I haven't. He's got good eyes. Yeah, yeah. wasn't that what the guy from Get Out wanted? He's like, I want your eye, man. He said that. Is that what he said? Because he was blind. Oh yeah, he was like an artist. So it's yes, you're right. Oh gosh, I want your eyes. It's man. even crazier, man. Maybe that was the criteria for who they cast. It. I need somebody with huge eyes. Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, he ended up being one of the best actors best working actor. today. Uh, best actress. I have seen one of these movies. Um, we had Maria Baca- Bakalova for Borat, subsequent movie film. Wait, what which, was the award? Best supporting actress. Uh, which, do you know the, the full title for Bor- for Borat's subsequent movie film? No. <laughs> Allow me to enlighten you. The, the full title for this movie. <clears throat> Borat's subsequent movie film, Delivery of Prodigious Bribe to American Regime for Make Benefit Once Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. That is the original title of this movie. <laughs> I don't, maybe it's not the title anymore, but it was at one point. <laughs> That's the longest title ever. What is she in? She was she was up for it. Oh, she's Sorry, up I'm just, for it. I'm just naming the that the uh, nominees here. Oh, 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 we had Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy. Elegy, I don't know. These are best actress. Best supporting actress. Oh. Olivia Olivia <laughs> Coleman for The Father, Amanda Seyfried for Mank, and then Yojun Yoon for Minari. I had the chance to see Minari. Yojun Jung. I had the chance to see this in theaters, but I did not. I should have because she won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. It had a uh, Glenn from Walking Dead. I know. I had the chance to go watch it, but I did not do it. I feel so dumb for not doing that. Um, yeah, Best Supporting Actress. That's her. Yeo Jung Yoon. Sorry if I'm butchering your name. Yoon Yoo Jung. Best Director. All right, now this is interesting, folks, because if you're aware, Marvel has a movie called Eternals coming out in November. Eternals is directed by Chloe Zhao. Chloe Zhao won Best Director at the Oscars this year for Nomadland. Um, Nomadland is on Hulu, and it is fantastic. Um, Some may consider it boring, because there's really no discernible plot. (laughs) 
Um, it's just life. Napoleon Dynamite has no plot. Right. It's also it's hilarious. Best movie ever. But <laughs> Nomadland is just about life and how things happen and just about the people you meet along the way, the lessons you learn on the way. And it's very, it's just very real and very personal. You know, even if you haven't, like, experienced the nomad life or whatever, like, it's still, you feel like it's just real life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so Chloe Zhao captured that perfectly. Um, and so she won that for best uh, director. Speaking of Nomadland, sticking with that for a minute, Frances McDormand won that for Nomadland. And by the way, speaking of best actor and best actress, I saw a tweet. Because <laughs> getting ahead, Anthony, Anthony Hopkins won it for best actor, which I will come back to in a second. But somebody said, if you want your Oscar, be in a Transformers movie. Because Frances McDormand is in Dark of the Moon. Oh, yeah! And Anthony Hopkins is in The Last Night. He is? And now they're both Oscar winners. <laughs> is he really? Well, I mean, he's, he's been an Oscar winner before. But Does like, he voice the Transformer? He's just in it. I wanna, well, he's in it. As Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, well, I'm not, not sure, as a robot. I'm not sure if he's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's so he's, he's, a, he's in in human form, Anthony Hopkins. Oh, what does he do? I don't know. I haven't, oh, seen, I haven't seen the last one. It's not like the King of Arthur or something. I don't know. I don't plan to watch it ever. Mark Wahlberg. I, that fourth one, I had enough. Oh, that, that was the fifth one, wasn't it? Yes. I totally forgot about the dinosaur one. Yep. Jeez Louise. Yeah, after that fourth one, I was done. Uh, but Anthony Hopkins is in the fifth one. But Francis McDormand, my first... Which, by the way... Violet Davis was up for this for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom for Best Actress. She was good in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And I have heard Vanessa Kirby in Pieces of a Woman is amazing. Vanessa Kirby. That's, that's she is in uh, she's in, in Fallout, Mr. Possible Fallout. Fallout. She's also in The Crown. She's, she's amazing crown. in that. And uh, she's in About Time. Oh, yeah. As the friend. About Time's awesome. It's a great realm comments on Netflix. You should watch that, too. Um, but I've heard Vanessa Kirby is really good. And then Carrie Mulligan. Um, I only know her from The Great Gatsby. Um, Who is she in The Great Gatsby? Daisy. Isn't that her name? I don't remember what she looked like. Um, she's in, She was up for Promising Young Woman, as was Andrew Day, for The United States versus Billie Holiday. Um, but Frances McDormand won this for Nomadland. And, uh, sure, Frances McDormand's awesome. Mm. I mean can't say she didn't deserve it because I mean No My Land deserved everything that was coming to it and more it did not win everything coming to it but it won it, it, it deserved what it got um, so Francis McDormand won this but I will say if you're if you're looking for another powerful performance from an actress Viola Davis in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is fantastic um, moving on best sidebar I think Soul and About Time are the same movie they have the same message. What? They have the same message. Oh, yeah. Hang out. Because about time, <laughs> it's all about, you know, live your life every second. I did not make that connection before this very moment. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, you know, live, don't, don't waste your time doing this and that. Do the good stuff. So if you hear nothing else from this episode, hear if this. If you liked Soul, watch About Time. If you liked About Time, watch Soul. Yes. <laughs> Which, by the way, About Time, I feel like, is one of those that like, not many people know about. Maybe. If you need motivation, watch About, about Time. About Time is so fun. It's about amazing. Time is great. Um, it's also hilarious. Um, and it has best fun. Actor. Now, folks, here's where we get into a bit of fiasco. The Oscars are no stranger to scandal, no stranger to um, 
confusing scenarios drama. Or, or just drama in general, which, you know, what better than a film awards show to fully encapsulate drama? Um, but here's what happened this year. Best Picture is usually reserved for last. I know this because I never see it because I'm always in bed by the time Best Picture comes around. I'm a grandma. I go to bed early. However, <coughs> this year, I, I also didn't see it this year because I played at a gig in Meridian and I just got back and I was tired. I was exhausted. I was not going to stay up and watch it. But, but, the way they but. did it this year was they had Best Picture, not last, not next to last, but the one before that. So it was like the second, is it second to last? Is that what that's called? Oh, uh, yeah, next to last. Well, it was this and then best actress and then best actor. Point, the point is, they rearranged the entire back part of the ceremony, which, which usually plays out as best actress, best actor, and best picture to finish it off. To be best picture, then best actress, and then best actor. And the reason they did this Oh, picture was, was third to last, you mean? Yes, oh. I guess, yeah. Is it? Is that it, third to last? If there were two things after it, then Okay, yes. yeah. So, the reason they did this was because, obviously, as we all know, Chadwick Boseman passed away in August. Chadwick Boseman was heavily favored to win Best Actor at this year's Oscars for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which I think well-deserved. He killed it in that movie. Um, what ends up happening here is they move Best Actor to be last, to capitalize on this, because the producers, and again, I i wasn't there, I wasn't a producer. I don't know if this is what they're actually thinking or not. I can only call what I see and what it looks like. The order was rearranged to capitalize on a Chadwick Boseman victory to either celebrate him or just to capitalize on something, but to, to, to give one last hurrah for Chadwick Boseman. At least that's what it appears to be. However, as I'm sure most of you know by this point, Anthony Hopkins won instead. Chadwick Boseman did not win this award. And so that entire restructuring was for no reason. And so, I don't know, I just find that interesting. Maybe there's no, <laughs> maybe there's no malicious intent there at all. Is. I don't know. I, it, look, it looks fishy to me. But how does it look fishy? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think there's anything. Why uh, would you change it? Because they, wanted, because they thought Chadwick would win and he died. Then and why would the Academy not tell them? Well, they probably didn't tell them that they were going to rearrange it. So they, well, why would they tell them? That's stupidity on both sides. That's so dumb. I think it's more stupid. Just don't change on, it. It's more, yeah, it's more stupid on whoever changed it. Producers, they should just assume it. that somebody's going to win. You know what they say about assuming? <laughs> Somebody said that this morning. I don't remember who it was. I heard that this morning. Um, yeah, Anthony Hopkins won. I'm sure he deserved it. Um, but along, you know, the other the other nominees for this were. Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. I think he should have won. Honestly, I I can see why he didn't though. Because I haven't his, seen the other one. His, I haven't seen anything else. His he's very good, but his uh versatility is much more like he's you can tell he's very frustrated throughout that whole movie. But it's much more like understated. Like it's not like in your face, like he's blowing up on people. For the most part. He does that sometimes. But like for the most part, he's very like calm about it. You know what I mean? This stuff. He's kind of like well, that, like one, one or two times he does that, but like he's, he keeps it pretty contained for the most part. So I think that's why he didn't win because it's like it's not as flashy as some of the other things on here. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Anthony Hopkins movie, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I tried to find it on one of the streaming services, but it's like twenty bucks on Amazon, and I was like, no, thank you. Uh, I remember seeing the trailers for that movie. 
And I saw it. I was. Th- yeah. I, I didn't think anything of it, but then it was like Olivia Coleman was in it also. So it was like two big names. So I don't know. Yeah. But he won that. Good job, Anthony Hopkins. Oh, and also Gary Oldman was up for this in Mank. I don't know why. He won. And then yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Stephen Yoon for Minari was up for this. Oh, Again, man. should have seen Minari. Um, goes from Glenn to a Best Actor nominee. Yeah, I like when that happens. Good for you, brother. Yeah, You've broken out of the shackles of network TV. Yeah. <laughs> I like when stuff like that. Yeah. Oscar-nominated Walking Dead actor Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> and then Best Picture. There were some studs this year. Um, yeah, The Father, which was the Anthony Hopkins movie. Judas and the Black Messiah was up for it. Mm-hmm. So very good. I wouldn't have said that was Best Picture. I guess it just kind of bummed me out. You had Mank <laughs> for he had Mank for some reason. I don't know why that's on here. I mean I guess just David Fincher of Love, I guess. I don't know why that's here. Mank. Minari, I guess that's really good. I need to go watch that. Nomad Land, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. I need to watch the Trial of the Chicago Seven because it's on Netflix. I thought that was a Netflix series or something. It's a movie, Netflix movie. What was that series where it was something like that? That is... Um, Trial of something? Uh, Chicago I Five. Know, yes, like I know what you're talking about. I'm trying to remember the name. Uh, something Park Five. No, I Central Park Five. It's called like When They See Us, I uh, think is its name. Let but the just... guys are called the Central Park Five yes. or something like that. That, you talk about a thing that will bum you out. Which, I mean, very, very important. It's probably supposed yeah, to bum you when out. It is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely it is. Most yeah. stuff that bums you out is probably supposed to. When They See Us, that's its name. About the... Uh, Central Park Five. Central Park Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that show is. Um, that's something else. Um, but Nomadland won this, and you know, like I said earlier, it just very well unpacks real life and what that's like. Um, and that's something I, that, that's something I talked about in my review. Like, obviously, love when movies can um, pull an end game and like take you away to these big fantastical battles and like these fantasy worlds like Star Wars or Middle Earth or Hogwarts or something like that and they can just you know it, 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 it's so it's so much an escapism thing but Nomadland is not that at all like it's very real and so it's just a very different kind of movie we noticed that about Sound of Metal also how real it felt yeah, yeah. Like, it was like it, they would be somewhere like they were in like a parking lot with like cracked asfalt and, and you like, don't see that yeah <laughs> and was a, there was like grass growing out of stuff yeah, there were, and it, it was like it wasn't a set at all you can't yeah. like that that's and it's like they life. were driving on the highway and it like it looked so it, it almost looked like it was a documentary at one point yes because like they were driving on the road and this dude was like about to cross the street but then I like, looked and saw them real quick so they kind of stopped it's just like it was a very real reaction by yes. that guy I bet he wasn't even an extra I bet he was just a guy that they just saw. I know, I, I know, I know what you're talking about. He probably like saw the the, uh, the truck with a camera on it. And he yeah, was like, what whoa. in the world? Because that's what he looked like. He was like, yes. what is this? He, he's just a real, like a regular real guy. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. The movie was so good. Mm. Another reason Sound of Metal is good. Yes. So really, two things to take from this podcast. Number one, go watch Soul or About Time or both, preferably. And then number two, watch Sound of Metal. go watch Sound of Metal. It is a really, really cool movie. Thank you so much for joining us today on this episode of the JRP Movies Podcast, just breaking down the uh, Academy Awards of 2021. Um, Max and I had fun just breaking all these down for you, and we hope you had fun listening.